Welcome to the VIP Show Podcast. This is Jose Aristimuño, bringing you the biggest names in the game of business, entrepreneurship, and life to help you level up, get inspired, and become the most successful you. You already know the VIP Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the VIP Show. It's your host, Jose Aristimuño. On today's show, I got an amazing friend, fellow Venezuelan immigrant powerhouse uh the ceo of kamehameha realty management uh this woman um it's it really um uh, you know there's really many words to describe her but other than a powerhouse when it comes to real estate um and her friend is alejandra alvarado and she's on the show today alejandra welcome to the show hi jose thank you thank you for inviting me today of course really thank you so much for, for today. of course thank you so much for being here with us um I know, you know, there's no question that if, if you want to be wealthy, not rich, but if you want to create generational uh, wealth for, um, in, in, in America um, or any in the, any part of the world, you need to know how to do real estate. You need to invest part of your income in real estate, uh, whether it's land, apartments, uh, single family homes. Um, so I want to know you having a, a fund, having over 100, listen to this closely, folks, over 190 apartments um, in Ohio, um, currently working on bigger deals to get that all the way to 400 um, apartments. How did Alejandra Alvarado get into real estate uh, to to begin with? Well, like you said, I'm I'm from Venezuela and my family uh, was, because of all the political issues that we're going through in Venezuela, they started immigrating to Miami and they didn't know, well, they didn't have a job. None of them had a job. So we all started working in real estate. And I've been here the longest. I was the only one who spoke English at the time. So they relied on me um, and my husband to buy properties in, in Miami. So we started building portfolios. Me and my husband, we built portfolios of properties for my family, my cousins, my mom, my dad, and then friends and relatives from Venezuela. Um, and it's funny you ask me that because in, I think that's how everyone starts. Everyone starts like a realtor buying for everyone. And then you realize like, you know, all these people are making so much money and are building wealth. And what are you doing? Just selling deals. So after I learned to do it for other people, I started to apply this for ourselves, for my kids, for my family, for our wealth. Um, but that's pretty much how I started. I started looking for deals and it's, a you know, I was able to prove that it's it can get done if you just put the effort into it. It's not easy. It hasn't been easy. Like this week, we're working seven days this week. Last week, we were in Miami. We did seven days in a row. And But, you know, it's the only way to make wealth. I don't want to enjoy wealth when I'm 80 years old. I want to enjoy wealth now. I want to be able to travel. I want to, like next week, we're going to Cancun with my kids and, you know, the whole family with a business pleasure trip sure. but you know when i'm 80 i don't want to be thinking you know i'm going to Cancun. yeah it would probably be fun to at 80 but not like now i got a, i got a friend um or a mentor really um many folks might know him who, who listen to this podcast uh ty lopez and i was with ty lopez uh, last week in miami and you know he says it's funny he's like i don't know why people i see the, the uh, old people 80 and up with ferraris you know i was like dude why you can barely get out of that ferrari when you're 80 years old right because it's so low it's like buy your ferrari now um but you got to do it with passive income like the way that you were doing it with real estate so really really 
really cool. Um, Alejandra, talk to me for people that are beginners when it comes to the real estate game. Uh, they might be making their money, not from real estate. They might be making their money from somewhere else, but they want to invest in real estate. Walk me through the process. Somebody, they might not have a lot of money. They don't have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Can't buy cash. How do you even start? If you're like ten thousand dollars, you know, maybe a little more, a little less. How do you start in real estate? Well, um, it's it's great you asked me that. Right now, um, my cousin she moved with us. She was living in Miami, and she moved with us um, back in the summer after she was done with high school, and she's only eighteen. So I'm gonna tell you how I'm teaching her at Perfect. eighteen how to get it done. And then I think if everyone tried to follow something like that, it will be. And she's been a great, um, uh, a great student. She's been very coachable. And I don't know, everything I tell her to do, she gets it done. Like at 18, she was moving here and she was going to bring an old car from Miami. And I told her, you know, when the winter hits, if you bring an old car and you get stuck on the snow, I can't help you. I, I'm working. It's like, I don't want to help, but you know, I can't be dealing with an old oh. car. So the first thing she did at 18, she got a lease. She got a car. I said, it's a low payment. Um, you got a really nice car. You're not going to get stuck anywhere. So right now she's building her credit with mm-hmm. that lease. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing we're working on, um, she's trying, we're, we're going to start trying to raise money. Now mm-hmm. she needs a few months with her credit, right? And she was blessed because her mom had a 700 credit score. So her mom got signed for the car. Now she's building up her credit. Mm-hmm. But once we get her maybe around 700 and she's working for us too full time. So she has a pay stop and all that. We're going to start raising money, um, about 30,000. And we're going to look for either a duplex or a quadruplex. And okay, so with, with 30,000, you can, you can, in Ohio today, that's, yes. that's good enough to get a down payment that's, for a duplex. That's good enough to get a, a duplex or a quadruplex in a nice area, right? Because we want her to live in a nice area and that gets her motivated to keep making money. Sure. Um, so she's going to live in one and run the rest. And uh, we're going to work on the math and make sure that uh, whatever the, the next door apartment pays for rent, it covers for the whole mortgage. Okay. And how much, how much is a duplex today in Ohio? Like the one that you're talking about? Um, let me do some math. I'll tell you really quick. We can do, we can do a duplex for like, I mean, a nice one, right? Mm -hmm. We can do a, we can do a duplex for like, um, Mm $250,000. Okay. Okay. And Mm -hmm. we have two options. We can either go on conventional, which is like a 10 or 20% down payment, which is about Mm $25,000, a 10% down payment. But if we do $250,000 and she has built her credit, we can do a 3.5% down payment. So she will only give $8,900, like $8,700 or something and change. So with 3.5, so it's going to be about almost $9,000, including closing costs. Okay. So if you have have an excellent credit score, you can do it for $9,000. If you don't have the best credit, you can do it for like $25,000. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on your credit, it depends on the bank and I mean the situation, your income too is very important. You gotta this is something very important here. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, I was living in South Florida for 14 years and I find this people don't like to pay taxes. But there is no option. People don't like to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. You either pay taxes and build wealth and leverage with the bank, or you don't pay taxes and then you have to live in cash. Yeah, and, and and folks, the, the reason why Alejandro is saying this is because if you want to play, if you want to pay low taxes, then your income on your uh, on your tax uh, statement is going to show low, and if your tax statement 
is low, your growth is low, then you're not going to be able to borrow from the bank the amount of money that you want to borrow. So that's why it's so important. That's what she's saying. Yeah, pay taxes, uh, have high income, pay good. I mean, a good amount of taxes. You can always obviously do deductions, but um, it, 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 I believe that's what you're saying, correct? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like overpay taxes, but people just want to put everything as an expense. And then when the reality it might not be an expense, but then if you have so, so little taxes, like, oh, I made $200,000, but I only pay taxes based on $20,000. No one's going to give you a loan. No that's one's right. going to give you a loan. That's so right. it's that's very, right. very important that you take care of credit, but it's very important you take care of your taxes too. That's right. It's, and, it's a balance. It's a balance game that you got you to gotta play. Um, so you got 190 apartments um, in Ohio. That's uh, that's impressive. You're working on more deals now. How much on average, and I'm sure it depends on the prices, location, all these things. How much does each apartment uh, bring in for you? Does it bring into your invest like investors? Tell me a little bit about the ROI on on well, why uh, you're gonna get. I, I, I have everything leveraged with. Um, I I have loans in everything we have. Um, I think this it's a it's not. I think it's a personal decision. Even you have everything paid off in cash. Or you use the bank. I think the way to grow is using the bank. And the way I like to do it is using the bank. So I always average. I use a, I have a rule of thumb that it's kind of average. It might be very small for some people, mm-hmm. but I, I already go very conservative on my numbers and done. And if I get more, I'll be happy. But if I get less, then, you know, so I always do um, $150 per apartment times 190 because we have 190. So we're talking about $28,000 a month. $28,000. That's clean. That's after clean. taxes, after property manager, after everything that we have to pay. Yeah, And that's, I mean, that's basically on automatic. I mean, at this, I mean, basically automatic, right? I mean, after, cause you got the property, you got the people that manage all the stuff. So, I mean, those are done. I mean, those apartments, those, those are yours. And the 28,000 monthly, right? Yes. That's after, that's after, um, it's clean, so it's after um, you could you. I mean, you pay them because you don't own them all cash, right? You you still gotta no, pay the know. bank. No, that's after mortgage, after everything. Okay, after mortgage. I mean, when when inflate uh, when you like right now is inflation, rents are going up, and sometimes you can refinance and get a lower mortgage, or you know you pay more towards your capital, and I mean th- different things can happen. Sometimes I use one hundred and fifty dollars right per unit, but mm-hmm. you can get up to three four hundred dollars per unit. Realistically, you can. But in my mind, if I count $150, everything else is extra. How amazing, amazing. And, and really, I mean, you know, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, put this on replay because, I mean, literally Alejandra is walking step by step, doing num- numbers like she's, you heard the calculator, you heard her, you know, pressing the key. She's literally giving you the real number. This is why I love uh, talking to her because she's really got so much knowledge when it comes to this. Like if you do, I use 150 on mine, but if you if you get $300, you automatically get almost $60,000 a month. Right, right. That's, so that's I really amazing. $60,000 and I'll be happy, but I know I won't get less than 28000 That's right. That's right. That's important. No, that's, that's incredibly important. Let, so what would you say, for example, where, where, where you currently live? People, I, I, people have different opinions when it comes to your home, that you're, the home where you live at. Some people I hear say, Rent where you live, own uh, what you rent, right? I hear that. Some people say, no, you got to own your house. What is your personal take on that? Well, you know, I just moved last year from Miami to here. So I did rent for like the first eight months. 
because I, I I highly, you know, I'm a broker, but I highly recommend to people that do relocation to run for a year, at least for a year, because you want to know where schools, if you have kids, you want to know what schools they go, what supermarket you like, you got to know the area. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I moved to Miami, I bought my house from San Francisco and yeah, I liked it, but I should, I never had the time to think about it. I bought it long distance and I didn't have the time. So I think the first year that you move somewhere new, you should rent and then get to know the city, get to know the area. You know, Miami is really big. So some people say, oh, I mean, I have clients calling me and say, oh, I want to buy a house in Miami because I'm moving there. I'm like, well, Aventura is very different to Boca Raton. Boca Raton mm-hmm. is different to Weston. Weston mm-hmm. is different to Kendall, then Doral. You know, it's all these areas. And the only way you know where you want to live is by experiencing the environment. So I think if that situation. The other situation I know um, who is very strong about it is Grand Cardone, that you should rent and you put all your money into, yeah, yeah. into rentals. Um, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. I, I like renting. Um, but right now we bought the house that we were renting and we mm-hmm. live in that house and we're on the process of buying a new house too. So I just feel like, you know, after COVID and how uh, uh, the economy fluctuates, mm-hmm. I personally feel a little bit more safe um, if my house is at least 50% paid off, even if the money is sitting there. Yeah, yeah, because, because if, your house, the if, things, moves, if, they, if things goes under, at least you got your house, right? I mean, you got something that you can just sort of just sit in there and just till yeah, the, till the it, storm passes. You don't want to go 100% to the bank. You know, if something happens, you need to have some reserve so you, you don't go all out with the bank and you are going to lose everything. That's right, that's right. But yeah, you, you, I'd rather have like a rent a fancy car and then have half of my house paid off or at least... 70% pay, I'm um, not paid off, um, 30, 30 to 50% paid off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it's, it's important. Um, and, and, and amazing tips. Thank you. Let's talk because about, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I always get scared. Like I have three kids and I always get scared. What if I get sick? How are we going to pay for the mortgage? Yeah. You have the rents. You're right. And, but when you have three small kids, they don't care if you have rents or not. They don't know what to do. It's true. It's true. I got, I got one and, and another one on the way. So um, I, I, I know the feeling. Um, let me ask you, you have a fund. So in order for this whole amazing company to be successful, you need investors to always be coming in so you can go buy more apartments and that yes. you can all win. You can win, but they all win as well. Um, they're, you know, they're your partners in a sense. Um, how do you continue to bring investors, it's not easy. It's not easy to ask for money, right? It's not easy to ask for money uh, when we were young, and it's not easy as an adult. You got to ask all these people to give you money and to believe in you, right? And not to go to go with Alejandra and not to go with somebody else. So, tell me a little bit about the process. How do you ask for money? Um, and and how do yeah? How do you make it happen? And people say, yeah, Alejandra, let's do it. Here's a hundred grand. Uh- you know, I get uh, in the past, I was getting a lot of um, money from other realtors. Like they, they had investors that they didn't know what to do with their money and they knew me and they trusted me. And that's how I started building everything with other realtors from Miami. And like one refers another one and one refers another one. And then that's how it kind of got built. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. it. For me, it hasn't been really hard to raise money. It's like when I when I need money, I just put it in my mind and I just start. It, the hardest part for me to raise money is to have to pick up the phone and call people and say, I need half a million dollars. 
mm-hmm. but I know the people who have it and, you know, and I know they're not doing anything with the money in the bank. The okay. bank is eating the money by, with inflation. I mean, and all the fees, but um, yeah, right now that we go to Mexico, we're going to keep looking for investors and we offer two things. We offer either you buy your own property or you buy with us. What, so and what's the, what's the difference? Tell, walk, walk me through the process. For people okay, that maybe you, that are listening to the show that they want to do one of the two. Yeah, like if you want to buy your own property, um, we offer rentals. Okay, we have a single family home or a duplex for like um a hundred thousand dollars, and they have a hundred thousand dollars, and that property gets rent out for a thousand dollars a month, and they own the whole thing. They they are the owners of the house. Mm-hmm. So when we raise money, um, we do give either a first mortgage or a second mortgage to this investor, and we usually use the money from six to twelve months. And we offer uh, about 10% return on their investment. But they have uh, a mortgage. 10% um, and annual return? Annual return. Annual. And do you give the returns quarterly or you give the returns at the end of the year? How does that work? Monthly. Monthly. We Mon- pay the interest monthly. We pay the interest every month. And then at the end, when, when we finish with the project, we return the money. And the mortgage gets free. Okay, so so basically, at the end of the project, after the, at the end of this whole thing, you give them the the let's say it's a hundred thousand. You give them the hundred thousand dollars back, and and they and they already they already got the interest in advance because they, we pay monthly. You pay yeah, you pay the ten percent. Is it ten percent of the monthly of the monthly rate, right? Ten percent of exactly. The, so let's say if it's um, let me do some math here. Let's say if it's a hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And we borrowed ten uh, percent, so it's ten thousand dollars in one year. We mm-hmm. divided that by twelve, so they make eight hundred and thirty-three dollars a month. Okay, and how long? How long is that in the investment for? You said how many years? It's usually about six months, but sometimes it goes up to twelve months. It just depends on the project. Oh, okay, so it's or pretty if short. We, or, if, or if we have a building like a big building, then we partner for about it could be two or three years. Okay. Okay. Understood. It, it does depend on the project. Yeah. Right, right now we're doing a um, hundred units that I need a full rehab. That means they're completely vacant and we need to put new plumbing, new flooring, new electricity, everything new. And mm-hmm. that project is going to be about 24, 18 to 24 months. But after it's done, we need to rent it out. And the bank needs an extra year of completed rents to be able to refinance. So we need about three years on that loan. Sure. No, that, that makes sense. One more question before I let you go. How important is marketing uh, for the success of your business? I think it's everything. Um, next week, we're going to Mexico and we've been working really hard on marketing. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of, um, most of our marketing is done online um, through Facebook and Instagram. And we have right now, we have 150 people registered for, for our event. And I think it's the basis of everything. It's, I mean, that's how people get to know you. They trust you. They see your projects. They see your family. They see what you do every day. So marketing is just everything. If you don't market yourself, you don't get to raise money. I have an investor coming in today from Spain. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's always reading my, my ads about inflation. And that's the reason why he's coming, because he's worried about inflation. Sure. So he's coming all the way from Spain to see me uh, for the weekend in Ohio. That's amazing. See, and because he found Alejandra on Instagram, he's he connected with her content. He said, this is the woman that I need to be in contact with. She's the one that's going to help me. 
And here it is, guys. I mean, you gotta get, you gotta get with the times. You gotta get with with Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I don't care which one it is, but you gotta make sure that you are part of the digital, the new digital economy because yes. it is everything. It is really will make or break uh, your business. Alejandra, thank thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it so much. Amazing, valuable. Um, information. Uh, if people want to follow you um, in Instagram, I believe it's Invierte. Is it Invierte con Alejandra? Yeah, it's Invierte con Alejandra in Instagram and on my website and Facebook. Beautiful. Invierte con Alejandra, which means um, in, invest with Alejandra um, in Spanish. Thank you so much, Alejandra. We appreciate you. Uh, looking Thank forward you, to Jose. continuing to watch you closely as you continue uh, to grow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 